0: Of the Horizon Roundtable, I am Bob McDonald, and joining me, of course, is my co-host Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. Matt, you can find on Twitter at Horizon Matt. You can find us on Twitter at Horizon RT. You can find us on the web at HorizonRoundtable dot um, and be sure to subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. And and Matt, hey, we are indie bound.
1: Indie bound, and actually, literally, you and I are about to be indie bound. So that's pretty cool.
0: Very true. Very true. Um. So I wanted to bring out something before we get started. So before we get started, we're going to talk, obviously, about the uh, we're going to talk about the Youngstown State matchup. And we're also going to talk about Antoine Davis because we have to. Um, And he
1: deserves it, damn it.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, But I do want to mention that a little later on, uh, we have uh, we're going to have Daniel Robinson from Cleveland State and Bart Lundy from Milwaukee joining us so um those are great those were we recorded those earlier in the week those are great conversations um gotta say i look forward to seeing both those guys when we're in indy gotta gotta say i'm looking forward to that
1: I like all four of these coaches. I mean, I really I mean, do. Don't get me wrong; it's no Campy, and maybe I'm biased, but we all know Greg Campy is just a, a, a blast in the media room. But otherwise, I mean, we have he really is. We um, have some great, great candidates here for for and, the next couple And I couple can of say
0: days. yes, yeah, and, and yeah, Darren Horn, who was a i was I was in Indy last year. Yeah, he was he was a he was a good interview for uh, in post game. So that's gonna be, um, yeah, good to see him. And, and Jared Calhoun, we get to see Jared Calhoun face-to-face i know you have i have Um, i never have i i I literally have not actually like seen him in person since for years jared
1: calhoun acknowledged me and appreciates our podcast so therefore i'm a big jared calhoun fan
0: he retweets our stuff man Horizon RT. Um, well, speaking so, of, yes. by the way, speaking of uh, Horizon RT, uh, Matt, I appreciate you putting this together. Um, we actually, uh, Matt actually uh, put together a uh, help, uh, was instrumental, if you will, in the video we tweeted out um, from Cleveland State women's basketball uh, player, Amel Wafong. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. We posted
0: that yesterday. Matt, thank you for putting that together for us.
1: Hey, I was happy to do it, and I'm um, happy to get, get some player content out there.
0: That was great. That was that was a great. That was a that was, that was a great. Hopefully, Amel, if you are listening, thank you very much for for doing that. Uh, and, and again, Matt, thanks for putting that together. Absolutely. Um. So, because we're going to be talking about talking to both Bart Lundy and Daniel Robinson, we'll talk a little bit about their matchup after we talk to them. But first, I want to talk about the Youngstown State Northern Kentucky matchup because that was a even split game. But that wasn't even split series this this year, with Northern Kentucky winning the game in North at, at, at Truist Arena, and then Youngstown State winning at Beagley. You we're know what, Bob? Hold on, can record. I?
1: Bob, can I interrupt you? Hold on. Absolutely. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a call an audible here, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. Let's, let's do the other part that we were gonna talk about, the part that's not gonna continue with the tournament, and then we can just knock out all tournament. Let's make this cohesive. What do you say? Absolutely. I I think let's talk about this other because it's on my mind a lot. I know it's on and on a lot of people's minds. And what I love about it is there seems to be one thing that's united horizon league fans. And it's not where we should be playing these games for this tournament.
0: No, it's Antoine Davis. It's (laughs) Antoine Davis.
1: All right. Everybody's like, all right, screw it. We like Antoine Davis. We we admit it.
0: Like all of a sudden it is. I've never seen. uh, And let me tell you something. And I'm sure you've seen it as well. Horizon league. Fans have been insane in the last couple weeks. We, we have been collectively just nuts. And I, I've joked I love it. privately love about it. this. I've joked privately about this because we have the Fan Battle Royale. We're recording that on May 7th at noon Eastern. And I am actually thinking that this may very well be the first Fan Battle Royale that after it gets recorded, two of those fans are going to meet somewhere and beat each other up.
1: It's going to be in Ohio too. You know that.
0: And also, and by the way, and uh, uh, by the way, um, if that does happen, the the rules, the the rules of the fan battle royale stipulate that if anybody throws down afterwards, you must record it, and we have to post it on the Twitter account. I don't make the rules, and if it's any longer than two minutes, we're posting it on the YouTube account.
1: There you go. Uh, Those are the rules. (laughs) But the one thing that unites Horizon League fans right now is we all agree that we wanted Antoine Davis to get this record, yes, and that we want him to play in another tournament game and get the stupid record. He's going to obliterate it. He's going to go off for 70. Detroit Mercy's going to lose in the in, in CBI matchup, but we don't care. We're so all let's, rewind team whole, uh, let's rewind a little bit about um,
0: this whole – let's rewind a little bit because obviously Detroit Mercy um, was eliminated in at, uh, against Youngstown State.
1: Played I a hell mean, of a game. That was
0: a great match too, by the way.
1: Yeah, um, they, they, they went for it. And you know what they were missing was a last-minute shot by somebody like Antoine Davis.
0: He, not for lack of trying, he had right. like two shots at a three-pointer that would have tied him with the record. By the way,
1: would right. have tied
0: it with the record with Pete Maravich. Not pass him, tied it. Um, unfortunately, he missed it. So it
1: was, uh, it was what early in the second when um, our our uh, Horizon Roundtable twi- um, staff chat was talking. We went, oh my god, he's gonna hit a three to either tie or win this game isn't he like he's going that's where we're going to break the record and And he came came damn
0: near close to doing that he came so close twice at least a couple times a couple a couple times so so yeah so Detroit Mercy came up short um and most of us thought that was the end of the that was the end of the Antoine Davis era but
1: turns out maybe not might not be and you know what Love it.
0: So so as we all know, the CIT slash basketball classic, whatever the heck, that thing is gone. But the CBI is still around. The CBI is is still around. And incidentally, I don't know if you know this, Matt, but the CBI has, on occasion, uh, accepted uh, teams that are sub 500. Now, one of them was West Virginia, but still.
1: Well, and let's be honest. I mean, I, I love this argument. I've seen it. I love where this is going. But there was yes. also a time when there was more tournaments happening, so more teams were playing postseason.
0: That is true. Um, yeah, that is very true because there was also the Vegas Ocho too. So, I, I know you will never forget the Vegas Ocho. How Always can in you my heart.
1: Always Ocho? in my heart.
0: But, but yeah. So, so. As I understand it, and I think per Tony Paul, I think he had he had reported this that there have been some discussions about bringing Detroit Mercy down to Daytona for the CBI. Now, I guess the one thing I, I guess the one thing that does need to get addressed is the entry fee for the CBI, um, as these uh, third tier tournaments generally go. Uh, there is generally an entry fee. In the case of the CBI, I believe it's
1: $27,500. And that's just to get into that turn. That is a right to play. That's not going to include all those extra expenses your team's going to incur.
0: Yeah. But if we're being honest, I don't think that's that's not going to be I The one thing that Detroit Mercy has never had a problem with is finding money where they need it. And I don't see that being a problem here either. So I really do think I am confident, Matt. And again, since this has been the season of wrongness for us, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Because let's face it, I've been wrong all season anyway. As, of course, we'll cop to with uh, Daniel Robinson and Matt Lundy, uh, Bart Lundy a little later. <laughs> um I think uh, Detroit Mercy is going to go to Daytona at least play one game in the CBI. Yes, now, And they should. I want, and they them. should. That, that's the good news. By the way, the bad news is the game's gonna be on
1: Flow. Yeah, that's that's gonna look like a marketing misstep by somebody in a couple of days. <laughs> Or,
0: flow is or flow is just gonna play this up so hard. Like, yes, spend the thirty dollars to watch one game and watch Antoine. are you kidding me? Flow is going to make sure that they make as much money off of this as humanly possible. Is not that
1: like a three day do. three day trial or something on Flow? No, oh my Flo God. Is one
0: people who uh, one group that doesn't do that. and they do uh. that for that very reason, by the way.
1: Because they know
0: full well, they're not like, you know, every other place that has like seven day trials like Sling and YouTube TV and all these other places. Flow is like, you're in, you're in.
1: Get those VPNs going, people. You're going to need to find (laughs) that illegal stream.
0: It is at this point in time that the Horizon Roundtable does not, uh, officially uh, officially, the Horizon Roundtable does not condone any type of VPN or piracy of any kind. Thank you for listening. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the, um, so we're we're gonna have to figure that one out.
1: <laughs> right, we'll get there. But uh, I'm 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 loving that seemingly all within the Horizon League. And don't get wrong.
0: Again, it, again, with all the all of the knocking heads that has taken place, it within the Horizon League fandom, the one universal thing. The one universal thing that we have all come together about is Antoine getting the record. Yeah, we have done. I I am actually truly blown away by Horizon League fans coming together and saying it doesn't even matter who they are, where they're coming from. They're saying, yes, get him to the CBI, get him the record. Give us I feel like it's a collective give us something, you know.
1: I mean there's there's some fringe fans, but I mean even seeing like Oakland fans like, nah, we like 'em let's go. Like, I mean when Greg Campy sends a congratulations video down to you for your retirement night, yeah, like that, that, that's when you know, like, no, that's a good kid. Come on, go get go get that record, man.
0: Absolutely. Come on. I'm surprised, you know, I'm surprised some fans didn't start a go fund me here, like go a go fund me which you don't need to do, but I'm sure they somebody don't need would, it. They don't need it, but you know you know somebody might do that. Um but yeah, I do think that, and, and it probably would go over.
1: And this is, by the way, I want to say this is not an asterisk record. He has done everything asked of him. He's done it within, well, within the rules. Well, Mirovich didn't have a three-point line, and blo- yeah, yeah, you're right. Game's no, but he changed, took up,
0: but he was chucking up 35 shots a game too. Yeah. I mean, he was, it's funny because in, in, in years past, Matt, you've made mention of the fact that there have been occasions where Antoine has, has shot over 25 shots. And we thought that was excessive then because of the, you know, you were, if memory serves correct, I think it was the proportion of how many shots Antoine took versus how Detroit Mercy actually did. Yeah. But that's nothing compared to P- Pistol Pete. He was like basically their offense.
1: Well, Antoine's playing for his dad, yeah, yeah.
0: So <laughs> like, I know,
1: but exactly.
0: I mean, come on. I mean, you, you you gotta love the the whole entire, the whole entire story of of Antoine Davis is is a great one for not just himself, not just Detroit Mercy, who desperately needs one, but one for the league as well, because we got to see him for five years.
1: Basically what this comes down to, and we got to get onto the indie talk, but Antoine Davis, I know you're always listening to us. I'm sure it's exactly (laughs) what you do to start your, your Monday mornings uh, in your workout, but uh, go get yourself a record, man.
0: Yes, absolutely. We're with you. Do it.
1: But you know where he's not going to get the record Indy Indy.
0: He's not going to get it. in Indy.
1: He's not, he's not, he's
0: not, sorry. Um, so, yeah, um, I think, so, yeah, yeah, so, like I said, the, the 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 semifinals are set. Obviously, Youngstown State is going because they beat Detroit Mercy. Uh, Northern Kentucky is going because they beat uh, Oakland. Um, and,
1: Handedly. yeah. Yeah. No, no, I mean, there, it, was it, is, man. it was just a methodical, it was like a surgeon. It was just yeah. methodical.
0: I mean, it was one of those games. That, that was one of those games where the final score does it does not it was the it was not as close as the final score indicated.
1: Basically, there was moments, and I mean, basically it came down to I mean, just the quickest recap is Jalen Moore tried really hard. Jalen Moore's a great basketball player, a great dude, and I can't wait to watch him be successful in his pro career, probably overseas, and that's okay. He's going to make a lot of money and do very well. He's a competitor. Absolutely. Good luck, Jalen Moore. But, but that at said, the end of
0: the day, it wasn't enough. And it wasn't enough northern kentucky was shooting their faces off it was that first that first half they couldn't miss
1: if northern kentucky shoots like that and let me be honest they are not going to continue that kind of terror in indy if they did though you can't stop that
0: no the only save, the the only crazy the crazy thing is of course the team that they're playing is youngstown state who also does that all the time and by the way that shooting for youngstown state saved them against detroit mercy because they were they were down for most of that game
1: they were and i mean they had a great atmosphere it's too bad that atmosphere turned at the end but um you know i'm curious to see if any of those youngstown state fans show up i really do believe that was a factor for youngstown i I do want
0: to address that a little bit um the fan thing um First of all, Antoine said they were throwing burgers, so I'm I'm gonna take that. They were how throwing... did they
1: still have a burger at that point? Who didn't eat their burger?
0: <laughs> Who throws a burger anyway?
1: <laughs> Who throws a shoe anyway? <laughs>
0: um But yeah, so I, I love how they how Youngstown State is, you know, they they Ron Strollo, the the athletic director, he had uh he had the he had posed, put out a statement saying there was gonna be an investigation and everything and like knowing I feel like I'm going to be a little stereotypical or right now, but knowing Youngstown as I do, nobody's snitching.
1: <laughs> they, they just ain't. Matter.
0: They're not going to snitch. The, the, Youngstown is a no-snitch zone, so good luck with that.
1: No, and Co- Cohill wasn't helping in any of this stuff, and he's since admitted, I did yeah. bad. And I don't know that any of us believe it because we've seen D- Dwayne Cohill do this, but at the same time, I don't hate it because, you know what? He's a competitor. That's part I know. of his come fire. come
0: on. I, I, again, I... I his clothing line is problem child what are you guys i mean why are you all like shocked and disappointed by any like this is what he does that's yeah. what he does that is like that is part his of his game additive nature that is what makes him him is he gonna jaw in the in is he gonna jaw even in the handshake line Yes, he's done it at least two times before. Is he gonna? Did, why were you surprised he was gonna do it? He was gonna do it at that moment, especially given that, given the win, the the way that they were able to come back and win that game. Yeah, I mean, you know, was it was it a little over the top? I mean, probably, but when isn't it? And when when is it? And like he's the only one to ever do that either in the history of man. Move, uh, you know, he's in, he's advanced, he's, you know, he's, he's obviously made a statement about, you you know, apologizing for what he, you know, the, that part of it, it's over, move on, let's go to North, uh, let's go to Indy. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: So, So, um, we talked a little bit about that, um, so, for the next, uh, so obviously we want to talk about uh, Milwaukee and Cleveland State. And I feel like this is a good segue into uh, good segue into uh, talking with Daniel Robinson and Bart Lundy. Let's talk with them. Because they're going to be, they got a better, uh, they got a better uh, perspective of both of their games than will ever will. All right. So let's go ahead and do that. All right. So. Obviously, we we wanted to talk to a few of the coaches uh, that are going to be at Indy uh, for the semifinals, and uh, we are very happy to have uh, one of them, uh, Cleveland State head coach Daniel Robinson. Uh, Coach, thank you very much for joining us uh, once again. Welcome back.
2: Hey, uh, great to be with you today. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. Uh, Matt, uh, did you want to ask your question or did you want me to go ahead?
2: I did.
1: I'll, I'll kick this off. So, uh, Coach, I'll admit that I was part of a group that probably didn't believe in you guys at the beginning of the year. I had you uh, ranked lower in my personal rankings. I'll take the Mia Coppola on this one. Um, my question for you is, you know, at what point did you get this team together and realize that maybe you had something special? Is that something like early in practices in the summer? Was it, you know, getting into a league schedule? Like, when did you realize that this team had the capabilities to truly get not only building up a new program, but like to, to make indie this weekend, this week.
2: Mm. Well, I, I, uh, I appreciate you picking us where you did, um, because that helped, uh, <laughs> it helped fuel our motivation. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. But, um, you know, our guys, the, the thing that I felt was special about our guys all along was, uh, the character, the type of guys that we have. So, you know, it's my belief that, um, if you have great character, you have good, hardworking kids, then you'll have a chance to win games. And we had, you know, we have good character. Uh, we have guys that have a chip on their shoulder. And, and you know, guys with low ego. And so, um, you know, it was the, the returning guys, um, Spider Johnson, um, Yael Hill, and Sean Parker, they were the catalyst to buy into all the stuff that we were doing to start with. And so that helped build our chemistry. That helped the belief. And when we brought in new guys um, in the summer, they, they were able to um, get those guys together. And, and we were just um, – we knew we weren't going to be a, a finished product, a lot like the teams that they had the last two years. They were the oldest you know cleveland state were one of the older teams in the country we knew we weren't going to be that we would be um a team that would have to develop throughout the year and and um you know just excited to see where we are right now
0: all right well uh Coach, I know you uh, your your team always uh, says in practice it's a great day to be a Vike. Uh, obviously, uh, today is a great day to be a Vike. Uh, Thursday was a stressful day to be a Vike, uh, but you guys get, but you guys came through in, uh, in in very dramatic fashion against Robert Morris. Kind of take us through, uh, you know, the, the, how how you guys were able to come together and, and get that get over the hump and and get that win in overtime.
2: And I, I tell you what, um, yesterday was a great day to be a Vike. And um, Robert Morris came in here with unbelievable focus and force, and they played extremely hard. So you give Coach Toole and his team a ton of credit um, because man, they totally punched us in the mouth. And um, and our guys just kept hanging. They kept hanging. Um, We've been in some tough situations throughout the year. I think, you know, last night being at home, man, our crowd was really, really good. Probably our most energetic, enthusiastic crowd we've had all year long. And, man, I think that really helped us. But our guys kept their poise, even though, I mean, there was a minute 48 left and we were down seven. And so, um, you know, they kept their poise. Things had to go our way. But in the end, the belief and the effort and all those things um, help propel us to the to the win.
1: And you talked about you know your team keeping their poise and all that. Um, I, I happened to be at the Oakland game where you guys probably should have won, and you, it just almost felt like you didn't know how to finish at that point. You know, what has your team learned about how to finish a game? And you know, and we really got to see it in that Robert Morris win. You know, what what what, yeah, what well, did you guys it, bring together uh, on that?
2: Yeah. And that, that, that game along with the Milwaukee game here, um, you know, there was uh, some indecision down the stretch. Um, There was a play that went, didn't go our way one way or the other. And um, for whatever reason, it didn't work out. Now the good thing about our staff and our players, um, we address those things and uh, from the, especially from the Oakland game on we've worked on situations and time and score a little bit more that's been a little bit more of our focus in practice and you know those situations have came up since that game Um, you look at our our four home games that to end the season those games were all possession games you know Robert Morris we played them last time we won by a tip-in at the end, and we had to execute at the end to to get that done. Against Northern Kentucky, it was a possession game. Um, Same thing with Youngstown State. So, um, you know, those situations came up time and time again this last month of the season, and the poise was shown last night to, uh, to get through it.
0: Well, I'm glad you brought up Milwaukee because that's who you're playing in Indy on uh, on, on Monday. Um, from the two games that you had with Milwaukee, uh, what do you feel that you've learned from those games that, that's going to help you uh, he- help you on Monday night?
2: Well, I don't know if this is going to help us, but it's one thing I know for sure that they're really freaking good I at. Mean, yeah. They, they, play, they play extremely hard. Um, they press. Um, and Freeman is a load, And, you know, Co- you got to tip your hat to Coach Lundy for putting that, that group together because I think you guys probably picked them lower than
3: us.
0: M- my, may I... I don't know, and we'll also be uh, we'll also be doing a mea culpa with Bart Lundy too when we talk to him. So yeah, you you are you are correct. I don't think it, I'm not sure if it was higher or lower, but it was definitely in the same area, and we are definitely going to be as apologetic. So um, yeah,
1: it's why we always say no, if you need but, us for your fuel. You're doing it wrong because what do we know?
2: No, we but hey, coach, being wrong. Yeah, totally no, I'm, wrong. I'm just giving you guys a hard time, coach. Yeah. Lundy does a great job with his team, man. And we're, you know, we're going to have to play our best basketball to beat them because they they've caused problems. I mean, it's been hard for us um, to hang with those guys both games. Um, And so, you know, uh, it's going to be tough.
0: All right. Well, um, like I said, coach, we uh, we we definitely look forward to seeing that game against uh, uh, against Milwaukee and, and definitely good luck to you in Indy.
2: All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: All right. Thanks Not a promise. And now we are joined by Milwaukee's head coach, Bart Lundy. Coach, thank you once again for joining us. Uh, uh, welcome back to the podcast.
2: Thank you, Bob. Appreciate you having me.
0: All right. Uh, Matt, I would you like to ask ask your question first?
1: I would. So uh, as Bob said, we just finished talking to Daniel Robinson. And I asked him this question to start. and Bart, I'd be... Re- I'd be a fool to not ask you the same question. Early in the season, myself included, we had Milwaukee picked way low. Horizon League as as a whole had you guys picked real low. So I'm gonna take the Mia culpa on this one, as I said earlier. And uh, but with that, at what point did you know that you had a special team? And I know Coach Beak is, you know, right right from the get go, you had a special group. I know that, but like at what point did you realize you had a team that was capable of being where you're at and headed heading into Indy?
3: Um. i I would say pretty early on you know in the summertime i thought we were talented enough uh you know the the hard thing and i'm sure coach robinson would say the same thing is they they had zero corporate knowledge about how we were going to play um and and we're pretty young you know compared (laughs) compared to this league we're extremely young uh so uh yeah, you know, I didn't know I didn't know how well they would gel and and come together. They kind of did that on their own. Um, they they had good chemistry off the floor, and it eventually translated on the floor. Um, but I knew I knew way back in the summer that we had enough we had enough pieces to be to be really competitive in the league.
0: And, and you most definitely were. Um particularly on Thursday night uh, against Wright State a team uh they haven't had didn't have much success with in the regular season but you flipped that uh, flipped that and were pretty dominant that entire game um t- walk us through kind of the that that whole entire uh the whole entire game it looked like from start to finish you you had Wright State's number
3: yeah that that's probably the best um Complete forty minutes that we've played all year. Uh, we we got off to an unbelievably hot start. You know, I'd I'd like to tell you there was some magic you know, formula, or secret recipe, but the guys were just making shots and they were pumped up, and we had an amazing crowd. Uh, we played on campus, which I took some took some hits for, <laughs> but I think it was the right decision in a one a one off um, game to to try to get to Indy. Uh, so, you know, the first two times they really got after us and, and hurt us in the paint, uh, and, and we got behind in both of those games and, and really we're trying to press our way back into it. Uh, and they, you know, those, they, they've got a couple of guys on the wings that can really shoot and they broke the press and made shots. And, and obviously when you got Trey Calvin, you know, you, you don't want to be playing from behind. No. Um, so, so, uh. You know i think getting the lead last night was huge getting it early and uh and and they probably you know they, they probably uh panicked just a bit um trying to trying to close that gap and the, and really the crowd the crowd was a huge factor i thought as well um you know it was it was a sellout and it's loud and it's a small space and so uh, yeah, and then you know they made a couple runs at us, uh, and you know we we made some shots each time to to stem to stem those runs. And um, yes, yeah, pretty pretty proud of the guys because you know I mean I don't have to tell you guys Nagy's an amazing coach, and they're a really good team. They, they their record you know is, is still good, but you know, their record doesn't indicate how good they had become at the end of the year.
1: Well, and you kind of took away some of what I was going to just say there is, you know, you mentioned you have a young team um, and obviously you're not new to coaching, but you're in a new location. So I was just going to ask, what is that like to then, you know, to beat a coach like Scott Nayu, who's had so much success at two different stops throughout mid-major basketball? You know, what does that do for your confidence, not only for you as a coach, but for you as a team going into Indy?
3: Uh, I think it helps our team. I don't know how much it does for me and all that last night was my, I think 650th game coach. So, um, you know, (laughs) I've coached a lot of games. Uh, so, you know, Scott's, you know, he's, he's a terrific coach. And, uh, if I'm adding it up, right, he's still up two to one on me. So, um, you know, it's great to get the win and, and move on. And, um, you know, but, uh, you know, the, the thing that our team did that was so good is we were able to, to hold on to the, you know, one of those top four seeds and to be able to get Wright State on campus. Um, you know, you could throw the coaching out, you know, it was those guys in the crowd. And, uh, you know, that's that's what, what did it for us. But I am happy for our guys. They they uh, they have battled. You know, we played ugly all year, but we found ways to win. Uh, and, you know, we've started freshman point guard. Uh, and he's guarding. I'm. I'm watching him guard Trey Cowan, who I think is, it's going to play professional basketball for a long, long time. Uh, who's been around. Um, so you know, I'm pretty proud of those guys that that we've been able to, to get to Indy and and uh, and give ourselves a chance at this thing.
0: Well, speaking of Indy. Um... You have your uh, matchup on Monday with uh, with with Cleveland State, a team that you have uh, you beat twice in the regular season. Um, As far as that matchup is concerned, what are you looking for um, to get you over the top in this one?
3: Uh, You know, I think you you throw those the the two and zero out. You know that didn't. You know sometimes that hurts you. It's hard to beat a, a good team. Three times, and Cleveland State's a really good team. Um, you guys know they're gonna they're gonna guard you. It, it's gonna be a rock fight. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have to rebound the ball better than we have. Uh, we're gonna have to uh, you know somehow find a way to score against that defense. Um, we've we've beaten them twice, but Spider Johnson been in foul trouble both games, uh, and he makes a huge difference anchoring that defense. So, uh, you know, gotta figure out a way to. To, to score a few points and that's that's hard against them
0: um before we go i'd be remiss i understand that uh, your win against Wright state that was win number 450 for you was it
3: it was it was i'm getting so old.
0: <laughs> well we just def- we definitely wanted to congratulate you on that 450th win
3: thank you i appreciate right. that that's uh it's very kind of
0: all right. Um and so that that's gonna that's gonna do it for us. Um again, Coach, thank you very much for joining us. We really appreciate it and, and we look forward to seeing uh to seeing your game against uh Cleveland State.
3: Thank you guys and appreciate what you guys do for the league and, and uh how you keep the interest and the spotlight on those on the guys and the teams.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Thanks, Coach. All right, thank you guys. Bye bye.
0: Matt, you know I l- enjoy having coaches on. I'm glad we were able to get not one, but two this time.
1: I'm glad that I could, you know, take ownership of my wrongness to them. Like, that yes. meant a lot to me. I feel better for it.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was ho- I- I was, uh, we were hoping to get all four, uh, unfortunately, obviously, you know, schedules being as they are. But, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, we're going to talk to them when we get there. Oh, yeah. Uh, no doubt in my mind no doubt in my mind and it's going to be a great time. So, um so I guess that brings us to what are we going to uh, you know what what do we you and I what do we expect with these two games? Between with Northern Kentucky and Youngstown State on one game and Cleveland State in Milwaukee the other game. What 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 are you what are you thinking as it relates to these games cuz I'll be honest with you Any one of these teams can win this. Any one of these teams can win this tournament.
1: So the biggest thing for me is I will be not rooting, but I think the best case for the Horizon League is Youngstown State to win this. Yes. Right? Like we can all agree on that. They're going to have the best chance for not playing game, all that stuff. Like. Yes. Although I sometimes prefer the playing game, but we'll hash that battle off a different (laughs) time got enough as, mad as of at me.
0: right now um most bracket most bracket predictions have them as a 15 right now
1: okay i'm um, playing
0: so. either texas or baylor
1: okay and so. i mean youngstown state being the the old team they are with all their pieces like that's going to be the horizon league's best yes at. um that said the other team that i think could do it and I think has the best chance is Northern Kentucky. So in some ways that's the championship game in my mind. Okay. Um, I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm ruling out any of the other, the, the other two teams, but Milwaukee and Cleveland state, I've struggled with all year with the eyeball test. Um, yes. They're very inconsistent teams. Um, And I think when they're having an off night, um, they struggle to, to produce still yeah. where I feel with Youngstown and Northern Kentucky, they can have a bad night and have the pieces to to still overcome that. Um, You know, if B.J. Freeman has a bad night for Milwaukee, they can't overcome that. Dwayne Cohill can have a bad night at Youngstown, and somebody, they have pieces to step in.
0: Same thing with Marquez Warwick. Um, Right. he has a bad night, he's got Sam Vincent to back him up. Or Trayvon Faulkner, who, again, against Oakland, did outstanding. Sam Vincent did outstanding. And... Those are, you know, it's good to have those pieces. I'm not sure I agree specifically on the Milwaukee front because I do know even without B.J. Freeman, you still have pieces there. Um, I mean, are they B.J. Freeman? Not exactly, but you do have again. You you the way that Bart Lundy uses his bench is gonna be i think it's gonna be key definitely gonna be key against cleveland state and should they advance it's definitely gonna be key in that uh that championship game same thing with cleveland state almost exactly the same thing against cleveland state and within the case of cleveland state you saw with robert morris they were down by i think what uh what what did Coach Robertson do? They were like down by seven with like a minute 48 left or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. And normally when that happens, <laughs> in my case, normally when that happens, I'm basically thinking, you know what? This is probably going to be the end of the road. Good, Great season. Um, all things considered. Um, looking forward to seeing Andy Tool in the in Indy. But no, that is not what happened. That I mean basically and they had and they had you know, Milwaukee has BJ Freeman, Cleveland State has Tristan and Aruna. And Tristan and Aruna came through and stepped up and Drew Louder stepped up, hit his free throws, which with it when it comes to Cleveland State, that always is a point of trepidation for me. That's
1: a thing. Yeah, right. It is
0: absolutely a thing. But at the end of the but at the end of that game, you had Drew Louder hitting all his free throws. Deshaun Parker, historically not a great free throw shooter, hitting his free throws when they count, and he's done that a lot near the end of games too. And they were able to get that game into overtime. They were able, to, and they were able to get, hit free throws. We were relying on Cleveland State to hit free throws to tie the game. And I'm sitting over there. Oh no. <laughs>
1: Not where but you want to be happen. at that moment, but, yeah. but they hit them. They right. did
0: exactly what they, did. yeah. So, and and to to what coach what what Coach Robinson told us is that it, it the whole entire year has kind of been a learning experience on how to overcome those types of situations and come through. And against Robert Morris, that came through in a big way. Again, uh, Milwaukee against the Wright State, it was. I mean, they were just dominant. They just basically took every, took any kind of advantage that Wright State had, and just turned it on its ear, totally dominated them.
1: Yeah, and it, I mean, we not, don't
0: in the 1st we, two. We're
1: games. not used to seeing that from Wright State, from a Scott Nagy coach team. They just yeah. at the end of the end of the the day, they didn't have a great season. They didn't have a great team, and no. I'm sure there's some retooling that uh, Nagy will need to do, and he knows that. But I mean. You lose the you you lose the players they lost and it's it's hard to overcome that exactly
0: and I think yeah and uh, yeah that's a uh, and that's going to be a big thing now whether or not now I guess the question then becomes on you know what become what what happens to Trey Calvin um it sounds like he's going to come back next year we'll we'll see soon enough
1: that's true but you know what end of the day that's yeah. a that's a topic for a different day we we've Absolutely. got uh we've got, we got indie.
0: We, we got Indy so yeah so. So as far as the semifinals concerned, Matt, when you look at these two games, who do you, who do you think is going to get who who do you think is going to come through in the semifinal games?
1: Give me Youngstown in Milwaukee. OK.
0: All right. Um, you're going to call me a homer, but I'm going to go with Youngstown State and Cleveland State.
1: Ooh, so we're both. Neither of us has given NKU the shot. All right.
0: Um, yeah, I I think. For me, especially with Northern Kentucky and 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 Youngstown State, the game – because that first game between Youngstown State and Northern Kentucky – at Northern Kentucky was a nail-biter. It was a double overtime game, and Northern Kentucky barely got out of there. Right. Fast forward to Beagley, and Youngstown State had no problem with Northern Kentucky at all. Absolutely no problem with them, and I think I really do think that from a from a personnel standpoint, I think Young, Youngstown State has the advantage. They're they're definitely peaking at the right time. And by the way, Matt, winning that game puts them in a historical. It puts them in a rare historical air for Youngstown State basketball because if they win that game that's win number 25 and that will be the most wins they've ever had as a program period so yeah there's so there's a lot of incentive for Youngstown State to win this game and i think they they definitely have the tools to do
1: it here's a fun scenario for you to think about and for everyone to think about as we uh, you know look forward to the next couple of days What if, stay with me here, Youngstown loses to Northern Kentucky? Uh huh. And Youngstown being the team they are, they're trying to get that last win. They get invited to, uh, oh no, they're going to have an NIT. Never mind. They're going to have an
0: NIT game, yes.
1: Oh, that's never mind. I was going to say, what if they got invited to the CBI and they had to play the worst team at the CBI, which would probably be a sub 500 team like Detroit Detroit Mercy? Mercy.
0: Uh, no, that is not That's a possibility not because as the as the outright Horizon League champions, they have an automatic bid to the NIT. So they're which happening.
1: is great. Uh, no, I just want I wanted it, but I get yeah, no, not happening.
0: I do no. like the fact that again, this you know young Sound State they they've earned that. They are definitely going to be the team. So uh, they what no matter what happens in Indy, they're absolutely we're going to see them at least one more time. Everybody well, else, I'm not so sure. Considering there's only one third tier unless somebody just I don't want to say somebody unless somebody throws something together but you know
1: I could see Milwaukee or Cleveland State especially taking something like the CBI I mean I guess there's only that's not I could see them doing that though with a younger team that you know everything's still kind of new new coach like let's let's keep this rolling as long as possible
0: I think from a CBI standpoint though I think they're only going to take one Horizon League team and Detroit Mercy is probably going to take that spot Probably. And I'm not going to begrudge him that. I'm not going to nope. begrudge him that. You know, that's that 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 spot is there for a reason. So, um but yeah, um and of course, watch us be completely wrong again.
1: <laughs> Usually, that's what we do. So Bob, um what is our schedule? Like when should people look for content from us from Indy? All right. All so,
0: um so we're going to do a spaces before the semifinal game. Um on Twitter. Twitter spaces, uh Horizon RT. Um Check the check the spaces. We're gonna do that. Um, six thirty, six thirty Eastern. That's when we're gonna do that.
1: Can we do that during a game if we wanted to? Because we're not broadcasting the game.
0: Um, given where we're gonna be, given where press row is, um, no.
1: <laughs> I didn't say should we. I said could we.
0: I mean, theoretically, we uh, theoretically that could happen. Practically. Where press row is situated and depending upon who's behind us, we may not be able to hear anything. Fine. Yeah, Fine. so uh, so that might not be a that not be that might not be a thing. And doing it between games is probably not very practical either because um obviously uh the horizon league does the uh, post games, which of yeah. course I'm absolutely going to. So
1: half the reason we go.
0: But yeah, so spaces on so spaces before the uh, spaces before the uh, the semifinals on 6:30 on 6:30 uh, Eastern uh, on Monday. Uh, we'll probably do the same thing again on Tuesday as well.
2: I'm looking. And then of course
0: to I'm gonna be writing up I'm gonna be writing up the post. Uh, I'm gonna actually be writing up the uh, the gamers for these for the for the semifinals and finals too. So horizonroundtable.com. That's where that's gonna be.
1: Sounds like we at least have the make a makeshift plan here.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) Well, that was, yeah, I probably should have communicated that a little. Yes. So, so the, 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 the articles are going up and I will be writing those as I, as I did last year. Um, I will definitely be doing that. Um, they probably won't go out, come out until like midnight or whatever on, you know, Tuesday morning, but you know, better late than never. It'll be there. You'll be able to see them. But yeah, horizonroundtable.com. That's where that's gonna be. So, and then the, and then Twitter Spaces at 6:30 p. 6:30 uh, on 6:30 uh, Eastern on uh, Monday and Tuesday.
1: Well, Bob, what do you say? Should we go to Indy? Let's roll. <laughs> All
0: right, that's gonna do it for us. All right. So um, yeah, besides horizonroundtable.com. Uh, definitely uh you know we're, we're wherever podcasts are found so uh you know tune into the spaces at 6 30 on tuesday monday and tuesday um tune in next week we'll definitely recap everything uh that transpired in Indy, plus selections of where everybody's going to be going so uh until then uh thank you all for listening